as we go back now, listen to the tapes, as well as being there and hearing him do it, he would constantly challenge what was in that boy. What does that do to the whole system yes. of law if a, a person can walk in and say, the devil made me do it? David, I'm In the name of Jesus, Jesus repels you. Leave this child alone. It's on your forehead. Yes, never. You are not strong. You're weak. You're, you're weak. Ryan. Jesus Ellie. loves this boy. This, this is a child. Wake him out of it. You got him up to something. You won't get out of it right now, Ma. He called me the angel. You're nothing now. What do you think you've been doing all this time? In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. You gotta hold him. Mommy told me to. Hold him, mommy's here. Mommy's here. Come on. Come on. Get up. Come on. Let's go. Get out of this. Get out of my son. Get out of my son. Come on. Come on. Come on. Get up. Get away. No. I'm your mother. No. David. David. Wake up. Get up. guys after listening to that chilling audio recording of david gladskull's exorcism exorcism let's get into uh the devil made me do it case so before we go any further since Mm -hmm. this is our first real podcast about anything to do with the warrens which Mm -hmm. will be the first of many in Mm -hmm. the episodes to come we're going to do this a little bit differently. We're not going to just focus on the devil made me do it case. Um, we're going to get into who the Warrens were, how demonic possession works, and then we're going to talk about the devil made me do it. Demon mm-hmm. murders or demon murder. Before we get into that, welcome to Creeps in the Crypt. Welcome, welcome. I'm Eric, and I'm joined by... Christian. And Sam. All right. Sam. Take it away. Y'all are talking about it, so we're going to talk about it. We're going to get into the story of Arnie Johnson, but, you know, like Eric said, before we do all that, I'm going to talk about the Warrens. We're going to get acquainted, then we'll go into possession, and then that story. So, Ed and Lorraine Warren have inspired movies such as Annabelle, Amityville Horror, The Conjuring Saga, essentially, The Nun, and many more. 
But before their stories hit the silver screen, they made names for themselves by investigating cases of paranormal hauntings and happenings. They founded the New England Society for Psychic Research in 1952, and in the basement of their research center, they started their own occult museum with satanic objects and demonic artifacts. The center's primary purpose was to serve as their, quote, headquarters. According to the Warrens, they've tackled over 10,000 cases over the course of their career, along with the help of doctors, nurses, researchers, and police, all participating in these cases. The one thing I want to bring up on on the Warrens is they lived in this occult museum. Yeah. This was their house. This is the basement. Fuck that shit. <laughs> um, I'm not <laughs> compiling any haunted objects in a place I live. Yeah, no. It's not happening. Um, I'm not trying to have dinner and Annabelle show up and <laughs> go back to your fucking case. possess my turkey. It's not <laughs> happening. God, Thanksgiving would have must have been like lit as hell. Thanksgiving must have been a, a like whole after event. hours, like when during happy hour, like when they're <laughs> what up, demons? It's your boy. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> so they claim to be quote uniquely qualified to investigate strange and unusual phenomena. Lorraine said that ever since she was a little girl, around seven or eight, that she could see people's auras. And she was so scared if she told her parents they'd think that she was crazy. So she kept it to herself. And her and Ed met when she was 16 years old. And she immediately knew that there was something different about him. Ed grew up in a haunted house and became a self-taught demonologist as a result of his surroundings. So the two combined their talents and set out to investigate the paranormal. In a locked glass box in the Warren's infamous occult museum, there's an even more infamous Raggedy Ann doll named Annabelle. The box has a sign that reads positively, do not open. Tony Spera, the Warren's son-in-law, said all of, the, of all the items in the occult museum, that doll is what I'm most afraid of. That's, uh, that's pretty uh, heavy words, to be completely honest, because right? they have a, they they have a literal witch totem, like a legit witch's totem in their museum. And that would be the thing that freaked me the fuck out the most, not the Annabelle doll. So short backstory. Of Annabelle. A 28-year-old nurse was gifted Annabelle in 1968 and started to change positions and move different rooms and leaking blood. And I didn't know about that. Yeah, I've never seen the Annabelle movie, either of them, so... If it's as good as the movie that we saw tonight, which was The Conjuring 3, trash. Um, I'm good on watching any of them. The nurse and her roommate started to find notes saying, help me, help us on paper that they didn't even keep in the house. It was on parchment paper. So Creepy. The, right? Mm -hmm. The girls went to a medium and said that she, Annabelle, the doll was being occupied by a little girl named Annabelle Higgins. At this point, Ed and Lorraine took an interest in the case and contacted the girls. They investigated and came to the conclusion that the doll wasn't actually inhabited by a young girl who was deceased. 
Shocker. Who would have thought? I know, right? The Who doll with that? creepy paper. Right? Creepy don't, paper. Don't ever trust a ginger. Mm. <laughs> so they said that it was an inhuman presence and it was looking to inhabit a human host. So the Warrens took it from the girls in order to keep them safe. But Annabelle didn't stop her antics when she came into the Warrens' home. So how shitty must it be to be a demon and you're forced into a fucking raggedy and doll? <laughs> like you have to spend your days up. Yeah. Like the shitty sixties version. You have to spend the rest of your days stuck in the fucking Warren's house. I had a raggedy doll. and doll. Yeah. I had one. I had a lot of the China dolls as Eric. I had no, a lot of fuck them. That. <laughs> my nope. parent, well, my Porcelain parent, dolls freak me yeah, the fuck out. Parent, yeah, they're I creepy. had a bunch of them when I was a little girl. Like I had a my couple. Pa- my parents bought them for me and they were like, they were just cutesy or whatever, but they, like, I do remember being kind of freaked out by them. Mm-hmm. Just like in general. It's the cold dead eyes like a doll's eyes <laughs> they were little, little little jaws for you yes they ended up locking her in the glass case that she resides in to this day and sealed it with a binding prayer but annabelle is still causing mischief to this day she likes to pick on non-believers the most one couple of non-believers got into a motorcycle accident after visiting the museum. The survivor of the crash said they had just been laughing about Annabelle right before the crash. Annabelle really jump-started Ed and Lorraine's career. They landed more high-profile cases after Annabelle, such as the Perrin family. They actually inspired the first installation of the Conjuring movies. In January of 1971, the Perrin family... Carolyn and Roger and their five daughters moved into a large farmhouse in Harrisville, Rhode Island. Soon after, they started to notice strange occurrences, and it only got worse and worse from there. It started with a missing broom and escalated into full-fledged angry spirits. Carolyn researched the home and discovered that the same family owned it for eight generations, and many of them died by drowning, murder, or hanging. Jesus Christ. Yeah. They told the Warrens that the house was haunted by a spirit named Bathsheba. A woman by that name did, in fact, live in the house in the 1800s. She was a Satanist suspected of involvement in the murder of a neighbor's child. Andrea Perrin said, quote, Whoever the spirit was, she perceived herself to be the mistress of the house, and she resented the competitions my mother posed for that position. I believe this was the case that the devil's rocking chair came from, right? I'm not 100% sure. Um, in one of their cases, the devil's rocking chair came to be. Because hmm. Zach Bagan sat in it. I missed that. And <gasps> as an avid ghost adventures watcher, I'm ashamed of myself. You shouldn't be. Oh, I love that man. So anyway, <laughs> Ed and Lorraine also investigated the infamous DeFeo home, a.k.a. the Amityville Horror House. And that was their kind of, like, claim to fame case. Um, Mm -hmm. Everyone, we all know that story. And we'll cover that in all of its glory in a later episode. Yeah. The Warrens never charged anyone to do their investigations. They made their living writing books, selling movie rights, doing lectures, and selling tours of their museum. Ed Warren passed away on August 23rd, 2006, due to complications following a stroke. 
Lorraine retired from active investigations after Ed's passing, but she did stay as a consultant for the New England Society for Psychic Research until she passed in 2019. So Arnie Johnson is, you know, saying that he killed his landlord (coughs) because he was possessed by the devil himself. Before we get into the story of Arnie, we're going to discuss the stages of possession and what they look like. Mm -hmm. So let's get into that. So how does someone become possessed? Possession is when an intelligent entity takes over control of your mind and body, but they can't do it unless you allow them to do it. Stating out loud that you want to be possessed, thinking it in your mind, or committing some act that gives a, quote, silent permission for the entity to enter and begin its process of possession. So the first stage is called infestation. If you suspect a demonic entity has come into your house, do not address it or yell at it. It can only infest your home if you invite it to have a relationship by uh, talking to it and interacting with it. Like It's like a vampire. Do it again if you... If I was going to go with toxic men, but I mean... <laughs> I mean, yeah. Ouch. <laughs> if you I go feel with attacked. That, if you want to go with that vampire, toxic men, same yeah. difference. Damn. So, interacting with it, saying, like, do that again if you're really here. And it'll, it would do it again. Which you know everybody's going to do. I don't. Uh-uh. I, I may be white, but I am not that white. Move that box of cereal if you really, <laughs> really a ghost. Not, uh-uh. Nope. Uncle Fred. I don't. If I think something's going on, I don't acknowledge it. Nope. Not today, Satan. We ain't doing this. And also, if you fall for the whole... It's just the spirit of a little boy or a little girl or my grandma. You ain't seen enough fucking movies. You're the most gullible person on the face of this freaking planet. Well, this is the route. Well, I think that they need to step up their game. Like, the demons need to step up their game. They're always going for, like, the younger crowd. Like, pick something else. Pick a whore. (laughs) You don't ever hear spirits saying, it's Britney, bitch. Yeah, Yeah, I'm not afraid of no demons. All they can possess (laughs) is old women and young children. I'm a ginger. I don't have a soul, sir. Mm. I'm good. I am I am safe. You leaning into that real heavy. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to see the shit really go down and you'd be like, I ain't worried about no demons. <laughs> no, I'm just no. Uh uh-uh. uh. After the videos we fucking saw. On no, this, thank you. Yeah. But not one of them was a ginger. I'm just saying. Because they don't mess with that shit. <laughs> I don't fuck around with that. <laughs> They're like, I'm already evil. I don't need to fuck with that evil. No. They're like, I don't want no smoke. <laughs> yeah, I don't want that smoke. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, demons imitate people or animals to get to your soft spots for in order to you in order for you to react to them or feel sorry for them. It's their it's their oldest trick in the book. So once you interact with them, you immediately move on to the second stage. So I have a list of unusual activity that would mean a an infestate. You're in the infestation stage. Okay. It is movements of objects that's unusual. So like keys, phones, toys, etc. Things not being where you left them. Right. Cabinets being opened. Does not count if you have a toddler. Could it? <laughs> or ADHD. <laughs> or shitty memory too. Yeah. <laughs> I've got all that. 
Am I demonic if I'm ADHD? <laughs> I just want to know that. Nope, just crazy. Oh, uh, okay. They go hand in hand, though. Oh. <laughs> Fantastic. Damn it. No wonder I fell asleep during the movie. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I live this life. Right? Yeah, yeah I'm like... <laughs> Wait, so, yeah, when this movie's over. Right. This is boring shit. Like, I live this fucking life. Doors opening by themselves. Dishes or pans moving or being thrown. Furniture moving by itself. Yo, all right. Dishes are fucking expensive. Right? Like, if you ain't paying bills in my house, yeah, don't be bro. slamming no doors. Don't break don't it unless you can replace dishes. it. Don't break that shit unless you can replace it, dog. Could you imagine, like, leaving a demon, like, a, like, no, like, a, like, a roommate, like, you didn't unload the dishwasher, so you owe me for that. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm about to start practicing black magic so I can slave those motherfuckers and be like, do the dishes, mow the lawn, be productive. I mean, fuck, if you're going to haunt me, at least do something, right? Quit moving my goddamn cell phone around and do something productive. If you're going to be moving some things, move my dishes back into the cabinet, please and thank you. Yeah, we're moving out of this place this fall, so uh, pack them fucking boxes for me, dog. (laughs) Pictures falling off the wall for no reason is another one. Fires starting with no discernible reason. Weird messes on the floor or things thrown out of refrigerators or cupboards when no one in the house did it. Knocking on, like, walls, doors, any surface. Three knocks are the most common because it mocks the Holy Trinity, Mm -hmm. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. But it can be more or less than three. I feel like a lot of this entails with, like, poltergeist activity also. Like, this, this type of deal is the same line. Where mm-hmm. you're like, is this a poltergeist or is something possibly right? Worse? So like, I'm not gonna say nothing. Like I, I, I see that moving, but I'm not gonna say nothing about it. Yeah. Nuh-uh. Most of the activity is at night between 12 and 6 a.m., but it can be present during the daytime. Demons like the night the best. Well, isn't it because the veil is the thinnest? Right at 3 a.m. Yeah. So when I wake up at the 3 a.m. hour, I'm like, ah. Meh. I didn't see nothing. Uh-uh, I didn't see that clock. Yeah, nah. Scratches on the walls that have no explanation. And they can sometimes be in, like, occult symbols or just deep gouges. What appears to be blood oozing from the walls, floor, or furniture. All right, dude. I'm out. I'm going to go ahead and tell you, if you're staining my floor, we've got bigger issues. <laughs> we have problems, homie. <laughs> a demon is literally like the worst roommate ever. It's worse than anybody else. It's worse than, yeah. I can't come out tonight, man. My house is on the rag. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> if I leave, it's just going to fuck my shit up. I'm yeah. just going to stay in tonight, man. <laughs> for real. Awareness of an unseen intelligent entity. Seeing shadow figures that seem to move on purpose. Yeah, nah. Strange smells. That's where I'm at. Nah, shadow figures is where I'm fucking out at. Yeah, no. That's like if some I get weird to that point, shit. nah. I'm like, Mm-mm. I don't do that. <laughs> I need I'm probably not going to sleep tonight. Probably that. not. I'm probably not either. I'm good now. I'm like, mm, nah. <laughs> I'll sleep just fine. I'll let y'all know. <laughs> what up, demon? It's your boy. I'll sleep like a baby. We know that. Literally. Yeah, we watched it. I connect with this on a fucking level that is is (laughs) literally just, like, too much. So you have the feeling of being watched, 
feeling a sense of like being threatened, being touched, bitten, scratched, or bruised in ways that are abnormal or look like claw marks. Which I bump into everything all the time. I've got I've got a random bruise on the underside of my arm, and I'm like, how the heck did I even do yeah, that? Yeah, but it's it's gonna look like three distinct scratch marks. Right. It, it's it's very noticeable. Right. And it's gonna burn like a motherfucker, and you don't want to get scratched by a demon or sexually assaulted by one while sleeping. That's another <laughs> unusual activity sign well, that you're hello. in. Hello. <laughs> Is there sodomy involved? Are you happy to to see me? Being pulled out of bed by an unseen force. Being slapped, hit, or thrown around by said unseen force. Choke me, daddy. I know. I'm literally like... Yeah, this... this, All right, man. You're you're trying to sell me on this, aren't you? (laughs) Exactly. Puddle City over here. I mean, like, literally, Sam is like... Get the mop. Yeah. Sam, everything that you've said for the last, like, ten minutes, I'm like, all right. Check. Check. (laughs) It checks all the boxes. I'm going to look at your hooves. I will swipe right on you, demon daddy. (laughs) Drag me out of bed. Are you inviting it in right now? Is this uh-uh. infestation stage? Yes. Oh, oh I've been gonna past infest- that. It's going to infest you, all right. <laughs> I've been past that shit. I'm already there. Having something thrown at you at another person or an animal. Seeing objects flying around a room when no one else is in there. Hearing footsteps, yelling, familiar voices of past loved ones. Strange voices are whispering like around you. Hearing your name being called, but I hear my name being called all the time. I've always had my name being it's called all weird, the time. Man. I hear it all the time. That's really fucking weird. Yeah. Seeing apparitions or shadow figures more frequent over time. Hearing noises that are not like normal house noises, like knocking, banging, rapping, scratching, all that. Ice maker. <laughs> my demon ice maker. Mm-hmm. Lights turning on and off by themselves. Hell no. Electronics being turned, like turning on and off, being plugged in or not. So my Xbox might be possessed. But- oh my god, mine turns on by itself too sometimes. Okay, so it's not just mine. No. If anybody else's Xbox uh, is possessed, I will post a picture of my Xbox. Please say in the comments if yours also turns on by itself like minor, minor Sam's. I mean, it's like the most random times, it, too. Well, as yeah, soon as it... it like, like, what? As, as soon as it started doing that shit, I disconnected the connect and moved it into the closet. I was like, nah, fam. I ain't just having you turn on in the middle of the night and like recording me sleeping shit. Oh, you have the connect? I had the connect. It's like buried in my closet <laughs> at my mom's house. Yours will like turn on. Like I'll get up in the morning to like get Jackson ready for school and it'll be on and doing this like airplane noises. Like it's like setting off for like a really long flight to France. Like it's. It makes a shit ton of noise. Yeah. Like it's all. It's I'll honestly all. I hear it and I'm like, why are you on, sir? Excuse you. Like, so I'll go over there and, like, press the power button, and it turns mm-hmm. off. Mm-hmm. But it takes it, like, a minute to turn the fuck off. Oh, mine turns right off. Mine will turn off, and, the, like, she'll turn it off. It'll make a grinding noise for a second. Like I said. Like, it's on a flight to And France. then 20 minutes later, it'll turn itself back on. Yeah. Oh, mine doesn't. Fucking I, weird, dude. He is the Amelia Earhart of 
fucking Xboxes. It doesn't give up, and we Was don't it know eaten why. By coconut crabs? No, fucking. I don't know. Because that's no, what happened it, to her. No, it hasn't even turned off. Because that can't even be the reason why. I don't know. It just. I needed to stop. I need you to stop. <laughs> I, one of these times, you're gonna like do an exorcism of your Xbox. I'm like, excuse me, sir. It is called the local diocese. Yes. I think my Xbox is possessed. Yeah, yeah. they would probably be like. Okay, like what evidence do you have? And I'm like, it just turns on. It just turns on by itself. Yeah, it just and turns it sounds on. like a 747 about to land. No, it sounds like it's the disc is like overclocking. Whatever disc is in there is right, just well, like spinning it? way too fucking fast. A 747. It's fucking weird, dude. Like when we there's leave no here. There's no disc in it. Yeah, there's, there's no disc in it. There's no disc. It's just. I don't know. <laughs> like it seems me. I'm not coming back over here. <laughs> well, all right. I'm out. <laughs> but it just does it. I'm just kidding. It's not, I'm gonna it's sage, not negative. I'm going to sage it, the new house when we get in there. Please and thank you. Get Palo Santo wood. Uh, yeah. Uh, Kirkland's, believe it or not, sells uh, sponging kits. No way. Yeah. Saw them today. <laughs> 20 bucks. You get two things of sage, a, a bunch of the wood, and you're good to go. Well, we are going to sage it. Probably need to sage this house after this episode. Yeah, I'm gonna need to like sage yeah. myself. Yeah, I feel I feel a little dirty after this episode. So, catching spirits on camera or like recordings, and odd animal behavior like illness, extreme nervousness, dogs barking, things like corners that. of the room when no one's there, birds pecking at your windows at odd the hours birds of the night, flinging themselves at your window. Yeah, um, yeah. Human illness with no known cause, like that causes lethar- lethargy, lethargy, lethargy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, pestilence, scabies, lice, flies, roaches, spiders, etc. Uh, snakes and other creatures such as dangerous spiders or scorpions begin to move into your home, even if you don't live in an area where they are present. And seeing snakes and scorpions that aren't actually there, which might be the most terrifying one of them all. So you're hallucinating. Yeah. I feel like that's the main one. On that top of everything. Freaks me the fuck out the most as you start hallucinating. No, thank you. Shit that's not actually happening. No, thank you. Like watching a Pepsi bottle levitate for two minutes. You're like, huh, that's not supposed to do that. But seeing shit that's not actually there, that's the most frightening thing to me. Yeah. No, thank you. Because I can be like, oh, that's a fucking demon. No, thank you. Right. The other mm-hmm. one, I'm like, El Diablo. El Diablo. Fucking wake up in the middle of my night speaking in like the tongues. middle of the night. Yeah, speaking in <laughs> tongues. Fucking levitating. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> so the next stage is oppression. And this deals with more like the mental effects of a demonic infestation, influence, whichever. And if you've noticed the things in the infestation stage in your home, um, or you've seen people in your home become depressed, lethargic, apathetic, uh, or unusually interested in dark things such as like the dark arts, music, or beginning to have problems at school or with friends that have no explanation. Fuck off, mom. I just want to listen to black metal. 
<laughs> That's exactly what I thought. I literally like thought that exactly in my head. Like, I just want to shop at Hot Topic with my friends. Yeah, I just want to <laughs> listen to Black Flag at level 12 on my CD player where you guys can't hear me. Mom, I'm going to go see Kill Kill Stabby Stab tonight. <laughs> so uh, there are other signs of oppression that come with it, obviously. Um, depression that's not normally present. Suicidal thoughts are sometimes present, either said or unsaid. You become sick, very tired, exhausted, worn out physically and mentally. You have severe nightmares on a constant basis. Like, not just like your normal night terrors. Like, I'm talking full out sleep paralysis nightmare. Do nightmares about your job count? No. Damn. Sorry. Does that just mean my job sucks? You are not being, you are not in the oppression stage of a possession. Well, I'm being oppressed, but not by a demon. <laughs> not that kind of demon. Talking to people no one else can see. Unique behavior that they tell you someone else did and that they didn't. So like, so like, if like, like a, a vase breaks. I didn't do that. That wasn't me. And, like, they are the only people in the house. Um, hmm. Unusual acts, like breaking things, stealing, hitting, biting, and they don't know why they did it. Speaking in strange voices, their normal voice range cannot reach, such as, like, deep bass, weird or raspy voices that sound like another person. Saying things they wouldn't normally say. So if I drop the C word, y'all know I'm I'm in the oppression stage of a But if I say it, it's completely on brand. Yes. That's normal for you. For me, absolutely not. I hate that word. Ah, so if I drop it, you know, great word. Take me to the Catholic Church. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Blaspheming God or Jesus by action or words. Dressing. So it's literally the Bulgarians podcast. It's just <laughs> demonic, <laughs> demonic oppression. We are demonic oppression. <laughs> you should need to change your name now. Yes. We are possessing our listeners slowly mm-hmm. but surely with our demonic oppression. Hello, I'm Asri Love the Abyss. <laughs> <laughs> Dressing and acting in embarrassing ways to attend a church or a family party. Having strange sexual attitudes or behavior that's, quote, out of the norm. For you, like if it's out of the norm for this person. I love that dressing strange for like, this is literally just the most teen angsty, like, I know your mom's eyeliner bullshit <laughs> I've ever fucking heard. I remember being in like high school and my dad fucking dragging me to church every Sunday and I was like, I don't fucking go to shit. And I just like wear shit that, like blue jeans and a fucking black t-shirt, like band t-shirt. And he'd be so mad at me every fucking Sunday. It was just a. It was just me picking fights with my dad. Maybe I'm a demon. You might be. I might fucking be a you demon. You might be one. Maybe there's a reason why he liked me going so much with you, like to church because you. Why actually... you're just as bad. I know, but he didn't see that. Damn succubus over here. That actually is something that I would love to cover. Yeah, I'm down with that. Because I really. Might be. There you go. (laughs) Oh, I might be. I might be. So, uh, talking about torturing animals and laughing about it is another one. That's a psychopath behavior. Right? That's in the trifecta. Mm -hmm. Laughing inappropriately often during the day. (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) 
Nailed it. <laughs> Lack of empathy for others if someone is injured or hurt. <laughs> I'm sorry. An echo effect in the ears when you speak or when they speak. God damn it. I'm need to yell this episode. This yeah, is, you're not helping your I'm case. I'm literally just like being like, just like put on blast right now. Like, She's like, <laughs> I'm feeling attacked. I do feel attacked. Do you feel like R. Kelly in that interview that he did? Yes. Like, I'm fighting for my life. <laughs> I really do. Every time that she brings something up that's like a affiliate of it, I'm like, just like shit. It really is like a checkbox. <laughs> like it's the Christian checkbox. I'm like, I might, I might have demonic tendencies. Her name's like, Christian, and she is the literal devil. <laughs> so, constantly worrying about something that doesn't seem real to you, crying fits or unusual tantrums. That's not like if it's not something they normally do. Like if you don't cry or throw tantrums. <laughs> <laughs> Um, not eating as well or rarely eating. Episodes of missing time. It doesn't count when you fall asleep during the movie, Christian. I, re- I really, like, I feel attacked. Sam, can I spend the night at your house? I, I'm, I'm rethinking some things. Doing strange and unusual things and having no memory of it. Sleepwalking. <laughs> If y'all knew like how much eye contact, like me and Erica are literally like, like every time read Sam reads something, I can I feel y'all looking at each other. <laughs> I'm trying to not. <laughs> she reads the statement, look at each other. Reads the I statement. can't even look at you guys. <laughs> Staying in their room alone constantly or wanting to in an abnormal way. So not in a rebellious teenage angsty. No, way. that's not really me. That's not really me. Yeah, no, we just pass out on the couches at 1030 yeah. at night. Coming out only at night or when no one else is home. No. Vampire. Cutting themselves off from other family and friends. Yeah. Pleading and insisting that something is bothering them or after them that no one else has seen. Yeah. Feelings of being targeted and that it only happens to them. What the fuck are feelings? Right? Who has those? Paranoia. Yeah. Begging you to do something and, like, to believe them. Like, please do something about it. Like, help me. No. Um, constantly wanting to talk about what they've seen or experienced that day. Saying there are ghosts in this house. I don't care what you say. There's a ghost in here and it hates me. Withdrawal when, like, you're, when they're scoffed at. Like, that's not real. Like, it's your imagination. Constantly questioning their own sanity and asking to <laughs> see a doctor for help. <laughs> pleading for you to listen to what they're telling you getting frantic about avoiding certain rooms in the house leaving their room to sleep somewhere else out of fear not sleeping well or rarely getting enough sleep out of fear which is what i'll be doing tonight insisting that the lights be on when it's dark or when they're going to sleep insisting on leaving the door open and a light on in the hallway which is what i will be doing tonight Constantly watching for activity, nervous and losing weight. Sadly, they say they're fine at work or school and they're afraid to come home. They're overly overly concerned with death being theirs or others. Using protection rituals from books and wearing protection medallions or blessed medals, crosses, and rosaries. If you haven't sought out help from a church or a, even like a ghost hunting team, you should probably do so at this point. 
before it turns into the next stage, with his, which is a full-on possession. Yeah, this is the part where you start, like, walking like a spotter backwards Ooh, up your uh, wall. Uh, 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 no. 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 That's what I'm waiting to come home Demon to. Demon yoga. Yeah. Oh, no. Ah, th- I see you're a master of the devil's yoga as well. <laughs> so, basically, when you're full-on possessed, you're going into these rooms that you were before avoiding. So, like, mm. if I'm like, I'm not going to that room, and I'm spending all day in there, I'm I'm now possessed. Um, They'll say things in their sleep in other languages. They... Uh, will be speaking in language, strange languages that have no translation. Their face is different when these things occur. A preoccupation with satanic behavior, subjects, and objects, and displays of temper that are overwhelming to anyone that encounters them. And speak often of killing someone or committing suicide themselves. You know what my favorite demon yoga position is? What? God. The barking spotter. I don't even want to know what that is. That's like a fart. Yeah. It's a fart. It's a fart. It's a fart. What? Yeah. You ever heard of a barking spotter before? No. You haven't lived in the South that long then. <laughs> in the South my whole life. Sam, she's just like, literally like, she was like, wait, what is a barking spotter? I was like, what? There's a barking spotter. Fuck downward dog. I'm going to do the barking spotter. I thought, like, like, before you even said that, I was like, oh, wait, is that when they like contort themselves and like crawl backwards like with their screaming yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like in the exorcist when she walked down the stairs backwards. Oh, that my. terrifies my mom she cannot watch that scene still it's, to this day what yeah, that is one of the her. most terrifying fucking movies of all time and that set was cursed mm-hmm but we'll we might do an episode on that eventually yeah, I, I literally laugh at things like that because i'm like oh that's funny i think you are possessed christian i think so no yeah. i think i if, am if the christian ever runs down the stairs backwards like I'm a leaving. spotter i'm gonna and pisses in my floor i'm <laughs> going to rub her nose in it like she is a dog <laughs> i'm i'm leaving i'm out don't don't call me don't text me no nothing i'm out do don't leave me that? here with that shit <laughs> you then you better then you better come catch me you better catch like, up because I am I'm not. I'm gonna squeeze into that car of yours. And, <laughs> my glorified go kart. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to throw me in the trunk. <laughs> there's, there's like, my trunk is literally like this big. It's gonna be like Team Mario Kart. Like this. <laughs> I'm gonna red shell Christian on my way out. Just <laughs> Molotov cocktail. Oh my god. So, once you reach the full on possession stage, you must. Act immediately, seek out, call your local diocese, make an appointment with their appointed exorcist. And it may take many exorcisms to free this person. Stop. (laughs) Can't when you get he's like he's like looking at me like it may take multiple exorcisms. So what does that say about me? Well, demons don't work alone. So the longer you wait to seek help, Christian, the more demons have moved into your body. I don't think I'm the possessed. I think I'm the possessy. I think I'm the one. You that, do the possessing. Yes. Is that why I love you so much? Have yeah. you have you have you possessed me, oh, Christian? I'm a I know I am. <laughs> I'm going to exercise some demons later tonight. I know. I, I honestly like we will get into it one time, and like me and you will. You know I love the occult. You yes. know I love the occult, and I love the one-offs. And we will. We have to do this on the like. The talk Marty, mm-hmm. or maybe even creeps of the crypts. One or the other, like I will, we will dive into the mm-hmm. succubuses because 
I have watched, yes, I have watched enough videos of it, and I'm like, fuck me, they don't have to call me out so hard like that. I feel attacked. I feel attacked. <laughs> My personality is not meant for this. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not trying to drain you of all of your energy, but I am. <laughs> I'm not doing it on purpose. Yeah, I'm not doing it on purpose. Let's get into the actual story of Arnie Johnson. So Arnie stabbed Alan Bono more than 20 times with a pocket knife on February 16th of 1981. The small community of Brooklyn, Connecticut was shocked at the murder in the it's the first in its 193-year history. But that was nothing compared to the shock of Arnie's intended defense, guilty by reason of demonic possession. I think it was the first time this was done in, like, the U.S., wasn't it? Yeah. Um, this was definitely the first time this was done in the United States. So Arnie moved into the home of his girlfriend, Debbie Glatzel, in May 1980, a month before her brother David began to claim he was being tormented by a demon. David regularly saw an old man with big black eyes, a thin face with animal features, and jagged teeth, pointed ears, horns, and hooves. His mother, Judy, told People Magazine in the lead-up to the trial, the creature, she added, told him to beware. David's visions of the old man included the man appearing as a demonic beast who muttered Latin and threatened to steal his soul. See, I'm safe. Although the family allegedly heard strange noises coming from the attic, no one but David ever witnessed the old man. After David experienced night terrors, exhibited strange behavior, and obtained unexplained scratches and bruises, the family called upon the services of a Catholic priest who attempted to bless the house. The terrified family concluded that the house was evil and would no longer continue to rent it. David's visions worsened, occurring in the daytime as well. Twelve days after the original incident, the family summoned the self-proclaimed demonologist Ed and Lorraine Warren to assist. Lorraine allegedly witnessed a black mist materialize next to David, an apparent indication of a malevolent presence. Debbie and her mother told the Warrens that they had seen David being beaten and choked by invisible hands and that red marks had appeared on his neck afterwards. David had started to growl, hiss, speak in otherworldly voices, and recite passages from the Bible or Paradise Lost. That's the freakiest part is because no fucking 12-year-old is going to know Paradise Lost. I don't even know Paradise Lost. It's it's an epic poem, basically. I mean, like, I know what... I'm just never. I've never read it. Is what I'm saying. It's like the Odyssey. It's yeah. It's actually the um the story of the fall of man. <laughs> so Paradise Lost, um, is about the fall of mankind and the fall of the angels. So it's Act One starts out with like Lucifer, mm-hmm. and then it goes into the Garden of Eden and Satan tempting Eve with the fruit of knowledge. And then it goes back to once Adam and Eve are forced out of the garden, then it goes back to Satan and he's like laughing with the boys. And then all of a sudden they all turn into snakes because that's the form he picked to tempt Eve with. Hmm. Crack a cold one open with the boys. Is that what it was? Crack a cold boy open with the dark ones. Yeah, crack a cold boy oh open God. with the dark ones. 
<clears throat> so the Glatzels recounted how each night a family member would remain awake with David as he suffered through spasms and convulsions. After receiving a prognosis of multiple possessions from the Warrens, David was subjected to three lesser exorcisms. Lorraine asserts that David levitated, ceased breathing for a time, and even demonstrated the supernatural ability of precognition, specifically in the relation to the manslaughter that Arnie would later commit. Frightened, the Glatzels sought help from the Catholic Church and the Warrens who performed four minor rites of exorcism to expel 42 demons allegedly contained in David's body. It was a demon slumber party up in that bitch. They weren't going anywhere. Like, they was popping champagne, hanging out. Lorraine Warren told the Hartford Current that during one of the rituals... Arnie seemed to sacrifice himself to help save the boy. Lorraine said that Johnson leapt up and cried to the demon, come into me, I'll fight you, come into me. His his so his request worked, and Arnie became possessed. Yeah, probably the dumbest thing you could do uh, is right, yell to a demon. But it's a little boy. Nah, bro. Not my eternal soul on the line. Mm-mm, I don't care if it's who it is. Not putting my nah, I'm good. So you're crawling up the fucking wall backwards. I'm like, I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. Who are you talking to? You married me. Real talk though, I wish a demon would have came and fixed my, like cracked my elbow and (laughs) arm back into place last night. Don't invite one in. I just need a masseuse. I'm not inviting it in. I just you know would like to get one to just now just crack my arm. But thank God my personal demon over here got me some icy hot this morning and uh, and fixed that problem. So if I do like things a little icy. I mean, like anything else, like well, that's because your heart's made of ice. Oh, like showers and stuff, like full volume, uh-huh. Satan level uh-huh. comes out. Skin is blood red. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If I'm Same. not, if I'm not like possibly burning my skin off, I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. It's not. It's not. It's not for me, sis. <laughs> a few days after Arnie egged the demon on during the exorcism, he was attacked rather viciously by the demon, which allegedly took control of his car and forced it into a tree. Fortunately, Arnie was unharmed. And after this incident, he returned to the rental property to examine an old well that supposedly housed the demon. In both the the movie and his personal account, Arnie recollects that this was his final encounter with the demon while completely lucid. After encountering the demon at the well and making eye contact with it, he officially became possessed. The warrants claimed to have warned him not to do this. According to Debbie, Arnie began seeing the demon and started acting outlandishly. She said he would go into a trance and he would growl and say how he saw the beast and later he would have no memory of it and it was just like David. On February 16th, 1981, Arnie's unhinged behavior reached its sad culmination. He called in sick to his job at Wright Tree Service and joined Debbie at the kennel where she worked along with his sister, Wanda, 
and Debbie's nine-year-old cousin, Mary. Bono, the couple's landlord and Debbie's employer at the kennel, bought the large group lunch at a local bar and proceeded to drink heavily. After lunch, the group returned to the kennel. Debbie then took the girls to get pizza, but insisted they return quickly. They were basically anticipating trouble. When they returned, Bono, he was pretty intoxicated at this point. He became agitated, and everyone left the room at Debbie's request, except for Bono, who seized Mary and refused to let go. Arnie headed back to the apartment and ordered Bono to release Mary. Wanda recounted the following events to the police. Mary ran for the car as Debbie attempted to mitigate the situation by standing between the two men. Wanda tried in vain to pull Arnie away. Arnie, growling like an animal, then drew a five-inch pocket knife and stabbed Bono repeatedly. He died several hours later. According to Arnie's lawyer, Bono had suffered four or five tremendous wounds, mostly to his chest, and one stretched from his stomach to the base of his heart. Arnie was discovered two miles from the site of the killing, and he was arrested a day later. The trial was a sensation at the time, even though the judge refused to allow Arnie's lawyer, Martin Manella, to actually use demonic possession as the reason for a not guilty plea. Yeah, that didn't work. No. Um, There's some weird parallels between this and, like, Son of Sam. And if you, like, look up pictures of Arnie uh, Johnson, you'll see David Berkowitz in, like, the, the image catalog. Because of the similarities of their case. Wow. It's fucking weird shit. Because Berkowitz's defense was his neighbor's dog told him to do it. Right. So. But in Mindhunter, he basically told the FBI agents that was a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. There's a lot of these guys that try to get off on this whole, like, I'm crazy. Oh, the devil made me do it. Yeah. Arnie's defense cited two British court cases that had permitted a defense based on possession by demons. But Judge Robert Callahan refused the tactic, stating such such assertions could not be scientifically or objectively proven by evidence. Manila argued self-defense instead. The jury found Arnie guilty of first-degree manslaughter on November 24, 1981. He received a sentence of 10 to 20 years, which he only served five for good behavior. In a strange twist, while in prison, him and De- him and Debbie got married. The Warrens, who are, are now passed, said the freed Arnie lean, learned to conquer his demons. He's never had any issues with demonic possession since Mm-mm. he killed his landlord. Opposed to what the movie says the yeah the movie let's just say it's very liberal it, on. Yeah. Don't pay for the HBO Max. We'll just go ahead and say that. Go download this shit, like, for free. Yeah, if... What'd you say? The first 35 minutes is actual So we timed it. The first 35 minutes is the most, like... Accurate. On point of the entire thing. The rest of it is just all... Hollywood. Yeah, it's all Hollywood taking... Glamour. Yeah. Liberal use of the story. Like filler. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, so that was the story of 
Arnie Johnson and how the devil made him do it. What do you guys think? I don't think it was that compelling. Yeah. Eh. Yeah. I think I you could have picked somebody better. I mean, like, really seriously. Like, you could have picked a better, like, murder to do. Like, landlord. I mean, I hate my landlord, too, but I would never, like, <laughs> murder them. Or you hate the, the property management company. I hate everybody. Are you joking? Everybody is on my hit list. Mm. I don't care. Grocery store attendant. Duncan of tenant that takes forever to make my Freaking coffee. Duncan. Yeah. <laughs> you forget my sauce at Chick-fil-A. We, we have We're beef. done. We have beef. I'm coming in there. All right. Well, guys, <laughs> let us know in the comments what you think. If this story is complete bullshit and the, and Arnie Johnson fabricated it and murdered his landlord in cold blood or do you think he was actually possessed by the demon that was possessing his wife's brother so let us know in the comments on our instagram uh and facebook yeah we'll be posting it mm -hmm. make sure you guys download the episodes yeah. review them yeah rate and review we actually like have our own group chat and like sharing the reviews with each other. I makes love us, it. Makes us feel good. It's our dopamine of the month. Like it feels good. So <laughs> thank you for that. Make sure you guys go to Linktree. You can actually find all of our episodes on Linktree mm -hmm. for all the places that we actually stream. Um, if you find a place that we don't stream at, please let us know. Yeah, we'll we'll get it there. Yeah, just messages. Yeah, and I'm actually really excited to be a stand-in with Sam yes. on her show. Talk so, to me. Yes. It's been super fun. Uh she needs my nonsense. I need it. I need it. We I need you. I want I you. you. I need you. I want you. <laughs> so, and Eric needs an hour away from me. Yes. So thank you for that. <laughs> thank you for You're welcome. Taking on my thank demon. you for being my bad my babysitter. My demon babysitter. <laughs> yeah, thank you for exercising my demons for one hour. <laughs> um Sam, what days do you drop the new episodes for Talk Murdy? Every Monday. Once again, go follow Talk Murdy yes. on yeah. all the social media platforms. Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. You guys uh, may hear me. You may hear somebody else. We don't know. Got lots of fun things in the lineup. I know. I'm super excited for you, dude. It's going to be super it's, fun. I'm so excited. Yes. All right, guys. Well, that's going to do it for us. And we'll see you next week. Keep it creepy. Yeah. Bye. Stay creepy, baby.